Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You, Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls at Work, Kathy Elster and Catherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Catherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Catherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office Overtime. Today we wanted to talk about uh, an article that was in Women's Day called How to Address Mental Health in the Workplace. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we've ever addressed this in the article. It's very enlightening. Yeah. Um, And that is the name of the article if you want to find it in Women's Day. Mm -hmm. Uh, how to address mental health in the workplace. And it it comes from the point of view of the person who's suffering from mental health and a manager's point of view, what they can do. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, it does go on to say that um, it's a critical time right now where we're dealing with mental health issues. Apparently it's on the rise, but it's still highly stigmatized. So people are afraid to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Right, they gave the statistic of 80% of uh, respondents to a uh, survey through Good Housekeeping Institute, 80% said that either they or a loved one had dealt with mental health challenges, mm-hmm. and 54% said they couldn't discuss mental health at work without fear of stigma or discrimination. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a, these are high numbers. They're yeah. really high. And, you know, this article is suggesting that... Um, you know, if you were diagnosed with diabetes or with cancer, you would be able to talk about that yes. in the workplace. Yes. And you would be able to make a plan about how you're going to work and that this really is no different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, how are you going to do that? I mean, you know, ask you to look at your workplace and how are you going to address it, whether you're the person who's suffering or whether you're a manager. So, yeah. Um, and I think they make a really good uh, point here, which is if you cannot see having any kind of a discussion at your workplace or or them making any kind of... Accommodations. Consi- yeah, nothing for you, then you probably, if, you're, if you can, look for another job, um, which is very hard when you're dealing with something like this. Yeah. But, and it's also important, if you do have extreme anxiety or you do have, you know, some mental health issues, to make sure that you're in an environment that can be there for you. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, I mean, it actually starts even before that, which is that so many people may have anxiety, mm-hmm. may have uh, ADHD, may have depression, may have all kinds of things. We were talking earlier about bipolar disorder. But I think the first thing is to find out what you have, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that can be very difficult if you feel ashamed of mm-hmm. the possibility that you've got something that's mentally disabling right. Right. in some way. Right. So, I mean, I think that the, the term that, that came to mind immediately for me, just even looking at the, the and there are wonderful suggestions here, but it's like you have to overcome whatever shame you have and mm. societal shame mm-hmm. you have about that you may have a condition that's crippling you at work. Mm-hmm. 
So I think, right. you know, it's that awareness, acceptance, action thing. The first thing would be if you have a sense that something's wrong and the ways it could manifest is maybe you find yourself being extremely moody or sometimes you're lashing out at people and you're not sure why or you're missing deadlines or you're constantly late or you promise certain projects. I worked with someone who had ADHD and she could not finish a project. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But she was not diagnosed with ADHD. She just thought she had a depression issue and was uh, lazy. That's what mm -hmm. she would say about herself. Mm -hmm. So anyway, if you find that as your best efforts are not helping you solve some kind of a work problem because internally it feels funky, I think the first step is to get assessed. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so they go on to explain that you want to address it with your manager and you have to feel safe with your manager to address it as if you were going to say that you have a physical problem. So if yeah. you, you're going to say, look, I was just diagnosed with cancer and also I'll be getting chemo once a month. Mm -hmm. So I will be out. And I, I've never seen a manager say, that's unacceptable. They yeah. usually say, oh, what, what else can we do for you? Right. Yes. So if you go and say, I've been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder, so what that's going to mean is that I may go out and take a walk every day for lunch. Or yeah. I may you know, go to them with a plan of yes. how you're going to cope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that you're not putting them in a position to figure it out, but you're saying this is my plan. Right. right. People are more likely to say, "I'm I'm behind you. Whatever you need." Mm -hmm. That's right. That's that's a good plan. So I think that's that's a really good way of thinking about it. So you know, think about how this is not going to be disruptive to the job, but that I have a plan of how I have to care for myself. Right. That's right. And if you're seeing a therapist, which at this point you most likely are, if yeah. you're making sure that you're getting assessed for something, I'm sure that that's something a therapist can help. Yes. Help you with creating a plan on what you're going to say when you walk in. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. I also think that you want to find out, you, we were talking about the company, about resources that they may have. That's right. Mm. Um, is there an employee assistance program of mm -hmm. some kind? Is there, are they, do they have, if you go to the HR, if it's a large company, you go to the HR department, do they have information about mm -hmm. uh, how to communicate about mental health mm -hmm. at work? And do they have policies about what you can do uh, in, you know, seeking the proper treatment? Because mm -hmm. we were also talking about addiction could be mm -hmm. covering yes. some kind of a mental health issue. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it makes a really good point also that if you are a manager, you should enlighten yourself about the conditions that people come to work with. Because, you yeah. know, they yeah. can be very high-functioning people, yes. but yet have any one of these things. They could be ADHD, they could be OCD, they could have anxiety. And you should be able to understand that mm -hmm. there's something else going on here mm -hmm. and, yeah. let the, and inform them in what the organization may have that they could utilize. Right. Yeah. Um, it, you're not their therapist and, you know, the conversation doesn't have to go any deeper than that. Um, but you should know rather than saying, oh my God, this person is crazy or they're just difficult. Um, people bring, uh, this is, we have a big problem in this country right now. We have a lot of mental health. Do you know why that, why that is? What, well, some people say we always have, it's just now we recognize it more. I don't know. Um, I certainly think we have a more anxiety driven society really mm -hmm. and in part it is because um when we are more agrarian and uh, agrarian sorry and even when we were in, it was the age of industry 
people knew what their roles were and they sort of knew what their job was and they knew what sort of where they stood in the world. And now it's just a far more amorphous thing. And so I think the anxiety about what am I doing? Where am I going? What should I be doing? Is this the right place for me? Do I look okay? (laughs) Is everyone having more fun than I am in social media? You know, there's so many questions that we pose now. Uh, that I don't think we're so heavy-handed. Not to mention, will will we stay intact as a species. world, as species, <laughs> the Earth? Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I listen to my uh, younger family members, and I who are asking the question of how long are we going to last here? Right. <laughs> I don't right. think everyone always had that question. Right. Well, I don't know. My parents grew up with world wars. So yes. I think mm. they had mm. very big stresses. Sure, um, sure. And, but I think there was less information then. Right. That's so, what I mean. It's more mm. existential mm. anxiety, depression. I think it's more about because exactly that. You have so much information, and yet in some ways we don't feel a lot of agency. Mm-hmm. You know, I really, I don't know, you know, I, I am not a doctor or a scientist, but I think that a lot of it has to do with the food we eat the way we live our lives, sure. you know, mm. that, you know, people that take good care of themselves, and I don't want to put anyone down, but I think that if you really um, exercise and you eat healthy, um, you you have a healthier mind, I believe, but I don't yeah. know. And I, 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 you know, I just think that I see way more mental illness every year. Well, one thing in the I, workplace. Yeah. One thing that I will say, just in terms of the people that I work with who are sometimes dealing with mental health issues, um, they often will have inherited from a parent. Absolutely. But the parent went undiagnosed. Mm -hmm. And their parent may have had it, and their parent may have had it because it was never talked about. That's right. Or there was crazy Aunt Mary who was hospitalized numerous times, and no one ever talked about what was going on for her. But, mm-hmm. you know, just so happens that I may have some of her symptoms now. Right. So, uh, so anyway, I, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know that we can measure backwards what right. was the state before. But I do think what's interesting, you talked about your parents growing up in World War II and people who survived the Depression. When survival is at stake, we push down a lot of the other needs that we have. Mm -hmm. And in some ways, it's a much clearer road Mm -hmm. in terms of how you get through life. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're not just working to survive, I think other things become more confusing, actually, honestly. You know, all the choice that we have and all of the input and stimuli that we have becomes more, I think, that um, generates, that can generate anxiety, that can generate depression. Mm -hmm. That's my take. Do either of you have um, like firsthand experience with clients that have come in that are dealing with mental health issues yes. and how they have to speak to their bosses or their coworkers about it? Yes, and how they have to, um, you know, uh, handle themselves in a mm-hmm. way to right. uh, appear fairly. You know, not make it a burden on other people. Right. So right. you know what they're doing to manage it. Right. Whether right. it's you know seeking different medications or getting off medications, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or maybe working part time mm-hmm. or changing their schedule so that they can you know do a healthy routine in the morning, and, and avoiding certain situations that activate. Yes. 
Uh, so that could be for some people changing their positions in a company, maybe doing less than they were, right. or for for others, they want more responsibility. It, it depends. Well, I actually had someone who had severe ADHD, and it turns out that the American uh, Disabilities Act uh, considers that a disability. And so you can go to your employer and say, I need special accommodations yeah. to manage this condition that I have oh, and work well in your company. Now that's counting on the fact that the company is hopefully in compliance, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, right. and cares about that kind of thing. Um, so I think it's absolutely spot on that no matter what you want to be able to say, okay, I need to design things in a certain way that can work with mm -hmm. me and work mm -hmm. for me. And then I can perform for you. Right. Cause it really does go down to, and they talk about that right at the yeah. end of this, that for every dollar spent on mental health, you, the company will have four dollars in return, so it's a it's a viable uh -huh. and mm -hmm. worthwhile investment mm -hmm. to make sure that your your staff has some mental health. Yeah, right. I also was thinking, and this is maybe in the, some utopian society, but I think <laughs> it'd be so cool to have some form of in service education mm -hmm. about different mental health. Right. Oh, I agree. Because that would yeah. normalize it, which is another thing they talked about in the article that, you know, one of the things you could do is share with your coworkers or if you're a manager who's dealt with some mental health issue that, you know, actually sharing that would help normalize it and perhaps open the environment for other people to come forward and let you know what they're grappling with. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so, you know, if you work in a very large institution, um, they probably have some of these things in place, or they should. Yeah. The smaller the company, probably the less That's right. Right. there is. Um, but, you know, anyone who's listening to this, um, I think it's just time to be more empathetic mm -hmm. rather than, you know, having it be a stigma. Oh, they have an emotional problem. Right. Uh, it, you know, it is not worse than a physical problem. That's it's right. It's a reality of life and it happens to really all of us. Yeah. Well, and this is the fascinating thing is it is a physical problem. It's a chemistry issue mm -hmm. for most people. Mm -hmm. And that's why medication can make such a difference because it stabilizes the chemistry in your body. But I think we tend to look at it like you just don't have control. You don't have discipline. You right. don't have, you know, mm. you're, you're insecure instead right. of saying, wow, you're the chemicals in your body are doing something very interesting <laughs> right now. Right. right. You're, you're made to feel as if there's, you're, there's something really wrong with you. Right. Yeah. If you're not mentally coping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the brain is a part of the body it, and it directs oh, yeah. <laughs> everything else in the body. So yeah. So we want to lift the stigma. Yes. But we also need people to do their jobs. I mean, that, there's truth to that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're not going to coddle. No. <laughs> no coddling no here. Coddling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for this My Crazy Office Overtime. Join us next time. And between now and then, we hope that you enjoy fine mental health. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K Squared Studios. Stay crazy.